Hey folks, good evening, and welcome to a third Impact Anime Podcast mini-episode. We're going to start calling these mini-episodes Kotatsu Corner, because that is the coziest and snuggliest thing that we could think of in these difficult and trying times. I am Austin here, hosting for you, and I am joined by some wonderful co-hosts as well. With me, I've got Ryan. Hello. How's it going, Ryan? It's going, and to be completely honest with you, I could think of a, quite a few things that are much more cozy. For instance, my beanbag chair, which I've been spending a lot of time okay. on. Mm-hmm. Is that staying comfy for you? It's very comfy. That's good. I've also got Tori with me. Hello. How cozy are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, I'm in my gamer chair, and it would be drastically improved if it wasn't as squeaky as yeah. it normally is, but I I'm good. I got a blanket. I'm good. That's good. That's good. And I've got Sully with me as well. So are you, are you, are you, are you Sully cozy? I mean, cozy Sully? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the show. (laughs) I didn't stutter. Answer the question. All right. Um, I guess I'm sitting at my desk in the chair that came with the apartment. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I have a blanket and there are yeah. some flamingo string lights hung up on my yeah. desk, so I have Very that, nice. and I have my, my water, I'm, I'm comfortable, mm-hmm. I guess I am Sully Cozy. Yeah, that, ch- that chair sounds very Sully Cozy. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I've seen that chair. It's covered in some uh, wonderful stuffed animals and whatnot. So, I mean, it looks pretty cozy to me. Oh, no, that, that's the love seat. No, the chair is just a wooden chair. Um, oh, not okay. I, I take back everything I just said. Okay. Um, as for me, I'm in my room. It's very cozy in here, I think, as Tori helped me clean it last week. And I'm sitting in my UFO chair, which I sit in every day and have sat in for the majority of the day for the last three weeks you know what we could all be thereabouts sitting on right now what could we all be sitting on right now the mofa the mofa the mofa what's the tori tell us about the mo okay well we're gonna get back to the mofa but <laughs> first i want to actually tell our listeners sort of what we're trying to do with with these with these kotatsu corners so in these trying times uh, we have found our we the members of the Third Impact Anime Podcast have found ourselves with a lot more free time, and so we want to pass on some of the savings of our free time onto you guys with doing a couple of mini sods where we just sort of uh, discuss whatever is on our minds uh, pertaining to you know our personal lives uh, or related to like you know anim- anime or anime community stuff or current events and and whatnot sort of as a very a much more um unstructured sort of episode where if you listen to our typical reviews whether they be uh, movie reviews or um series reviews or convention reports and that sort of thing we tend to stay like pretty on schedule we do write out like extensive notes and and whatnot and we uh try and stay pretty focused but this is going to be the uh, time where we sort of let let ourselves sort of meander, and hopefully we will meander mindfully. 
Um, but that being said, Tori, you brought it up. So tell us, tell us about the MOFA. This is extremely important. <laughs> okay. So one, I'm extremely salty that Toei blocks their shop from anywhere but Japan. So I cannot determine how expensive this thing actually is, but I imagine it's several hundred dollars. So we'll lead in with that anyway. So in, uh, Maho Girls Precure, their fairy is called Mofun, and he looks like a little bear. He's extremely cute. He's one of the best designed, I think, personally. So there is a two-seater sofa that looks like Mofun, and people have lovingly started calling it the Mofa, like like the Japanese <laughs> the fan Mofa, base. The Mofun sofa. Yeah, Mofun sofa, and I'll have to get a picture of it so we can link it in like the show notes for this, but it is adorable. Sure. I think I'd feel very bad sitting on it. Like, I'd have to apologize to it every time. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> but um, I've been dreaming about the MOFA since I laid eyes on it but a few days ago, and I really want it. That's the If MOFA. you apologize to the MOFA, it will whisper to you, Daijobu. <laughs> Not to be confused with the MoMA. No. But it, it sounds like it belongs in the MoMA. Oh, you have no idea. It's a beautiful, beautiful work yeah. of art. Mm-hmm. Well, for you listening at home, just imagine that you are in fact so cozy that you are indeed being cradled by the MOFA at this very, very moment. Um, <laughs> the MOFA will protect me from COVID. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, speaking of that, you know, we mentioned it a little bit in our Beastars episode, but yes, we are coming to you at the time. Uh, in case you're listening to this years from now, we are coming to you during the COVID-19 quarantine of 2020, and we it is uh, early April here, and um, there have been a lot of shakeups in the uh, anime r- world related to this to this thing. We've gotten a lot of conventions that are canceled. You know, all of us have. Um, been impacted by this in one way or another. I fortunately have a part-time job that allows me to work from home, and um, all of my graduate school was already online anyway, but a lot of us have been adversely affected by this whole gosh darn thing. Um, and that includes a lot of the anime conventions that we were planning to go to this year. Tori and I got not, got knocked out of going to Anime Boston for the first time, and uh, which really sucks. And Miku Expo. Oh, you were gonna go to Miku uh, which, Expo? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately we couldn't do that. And uh, our local or one of our local conventions, Triad Anime Convention, got knocked out. Um, and Amazement, which is at the tail end of May, so that would be two months from this point. Uh, they already announced that they're not uh, going to be holding a convention this year. Um, because they are predicting that this thing is not going to go away anytime soon. We're going to be dealing with this for, for quite for quite some time. Well, Animazement was actually a little deeper than that, because um, RCC canceled all events yeah. through the mm-hmm. end of May, just as a precaution, and Animazement right. decided it's going to be way too difficult to just rearrange guests to try to find another mm-hmm. date. So instead of rescheduling, they're just like, we're going to try again next year, and it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of, I mean, there's a big risk that you run with, like, delaying a convention, because you could end up, like, adversely affecting next year, so it's like, it kind of sucks that we're in this situation in the first place, 
but it seems like the best course of action for most conventions is just to be like, yeah, we're canceling for this year, check us out next year, we'll roll over your badge or give you a refund or whatever. Yeah. Which is good. Momocon is doing yeah. the same thing, except as of right now, they are not canceling, they are trying to find a new date, but they don't have one yet. I would not be surprised, yeah. however, if Momocon comes out like in a couple couple weeks or however long and they say like yeah we're just we're canceling for this year too yeah yeah which really sucks for um some like smaller conventions for sure and definitely sucks for the people that sort of live in the convention economy um and make their living that way i wrote a piece up on thirdimpactanime.com sort of talking about that that uh tori mentioned in the last episode so thank you welcome um so yeah, if you if you guys listening out there know of any sort of people that you are fans of in sort of the artist or dealer space, or people that are like panelists that sort of do that as their career or uh, use it to sort of offset some of their living expenses, definitely try and um, reach out and see if they have ways that you can support them remotely like if they sell t-shirts or if they sell anime figures or prints or keychains or whatever like try and throw them a couple bucks i mean if you can't because you are unemployed because there are literally millions of people that are becoming unemployed right now then um like don't worry about it but if you can't afford it uh please please try and do what you can yeah i've been supporting a retro game store that i follow um online by buying like a game or two per week what did you buy I bought Okami HD on the Nintendo Switch, which is an import from Japan, but it's the only physical version of that game that exists for the Switch. Wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. And I learned today, because of that, that uh, Japanese Switch cases aren't shaped like American ones. They are slightly different, and it is driving my OCD up a wall. How are they different? The, the general shape is the same, but you know how on the right spine... Um, where you like pull the it has like a little indent to like pull open the game the japanese mm -hmm. one isn't like a single deep indent it's like a slight indent down the entire spine and i'm like yes this is better but it's not the same as the rest of the ones i own <laughs> hmm interesting On the topic also of um, conventions closing down, uh, I was speaking to the staff of Too Many Games. It's a gaming uh, convention that Edwin, myself, and Will were going to go to in June. And we still might because it hasn't been canceled yet because uh, it's, it's at the very, very end. But they were saying, like, we haven't canceled yet because for some of us, this is literally a large chunk of our income per year. Like, some people's full-time job is organizing a single year of this and if we don't have it there might not be a too many games next year Jeez. yeah yeah i mean we i don't i don't want to be like pessimistic about anything but like we really don't know sort of the the depth and the breadth that this whole crisis is going to create um mm -hmm. for uh in terms of like uh creating problems for people in the convention world like we might see a lot of cons disappear and that would really really suck yeah i'm hoping um, i'm hoping that most can recover from this but the thing that a lot you got to keep in mind 
conventions are small businesses and small businesses are hurting right now absolutely what were you going to say, Sully? Yeah, one of my biggest concerns was uh, I was hoping the RCC would cancel Animazement for it because if they were to cancel, as I understand it, like that would be in some cases a breach of contract unless there were stipulations. Like basically, many conventions uh, really don't have the call to cancel themselves without having to, you know, pay cancellation fees whoever they're holding it and all of that. So I really am kind of glad the AZ you know, was cancelled by the, the RCC just because it, it gets to live another day, basically, and it, it would just break yeah. my yeah. heart if AZ were to vanish. I know people have kind of been, you know, because of Momocon, looking at that, but I don't want that to happen, and I, I'm just very thankful for, like, the situation kind of playing out as it did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. The one for thing sure. that I haven't read yet, and I'm thankful that I haven't read this yet, I haven't heard of any conventions that have announced that because of this they have to close their doors like permanently so that is a that is one good thing mm-hmm. yeah i mean that is true i mean we we again we still don't know how this whole thing is going to shake out it would not shock me if some conventions just straight up died because of this but again i want to be optimistic and just and hope that 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 uh, that, that is not going to be the case yeah. yeah i feel like it would be the really small like local ones you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. triad or something like that i mean those conventions that that cluster of conventions is kind of staled for a long time so um i think if anybody's going to be affected the most it would be conventions like that i positively like thinking positively rather can't see like otakon or anime weekend atlanta or anything like that going under even so, I would I would feel bad if something like like I don't go to Triad not anymore. I went maybe once or twice, but the, it still serves a purpose. You know, the, the smaller local conventions kind of are more financially accessible for a lot of younger kids. Um, yeah, th- they're en- they're in, entry level conventions. They are, and we 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 need those. I mean, my first con was Animazement, and it's it's fairly big, but I think for a lot of people, something like Triad or Ichiban is their kind of foray into the community. So mm-hmm. I think those right, spaces, yeah. even if I might have critiques of them, I think they are important for the kind of service they do for for entry level fans or for fans who maybe not do not have the same, you know, financial means or transportation mm-hmm. or uh, just it, it's e- more easily accessible for them. Yeah, and that's absolutely valid. Yeah, we don't want to create class warfare with convention <laughs> convention attendees where, like, the only cons that are available are, like, the, you know, uh, big ones in, like, your major cities where you have to spend multiple thousands of dollars. It's anime expo or nothing, baby. <laughs> yeah, see you now. 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 <laughs> I, think, I think if that was the case, I literally would just stop going to conventions because I... I get physically ill whenever I see pictures of the hallways of AX. Like, I'd, I'd rather be, like, cutting my own limbs off than standing in that crowd. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Demon Slayer, Tori. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Big conventions are fine for me. Like, I don't get bad social anxiety. I know some people struggle with that a lot. Like, big crowds don't bother me, like, to a degree. I don't like a crowd where I literally can't get breathing room to myself unless I, like, physically leave the convention. 
It mm-hmm. it definitely is like that because I can handle big crowds at like Disney just fine because they're almost always moving. But yeah. when you reach like sweaty human standstill traffic and all I smell is funk, that's not what I want. <laughs> the funk, the whole funk and nothing but the funk. <laughs> Anna May Con funk you up. <laughs> Anna May Con funk you up. Say that con funk white boy. You know you know the one thing I gotta <laughs> say about like con funk right now is everybody and their mother is being so hygienic right now. Can we I sure hope so. please carry this mentality forward into the next oh, convention yeah. season? Like please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it would make things so much better. Yes, I agree. This is This is obviously very anecdotal to my own personal experience, but I've always thought that the, I guess you would call it the negative hype surrounding con funk was always a little bit exaggerated because, I mean, smelly people are definitely there for sure, yeah. but there have only been maybe a few times in the decade that I've gone to conventions where I've been like physically repulsed by some sort of stench in the convention hall but that being said ryan i completely agree with you yeah. if we can all all maintain hyper cleanliness um that would be a, a net positive to come out of this of this horrible situation yeah because like in all honesty like we're going through like a really difficult time i would like for there to be some positives to come out of this gigantic sure. negative i agree I agree. Well, we talked a lot about conventions, and sort of related to that is, of course, the exchange of money for goods and services. So, has anybody <laughs> added any uh, anything to their anime or video game collection recently? Um, I went out and bought Persona Five. Hell <laughs> um, there you go. To which I preface with: it was cold, it was rainy. They were doing at the door pickup and this was the old store that I used to work at so my manager was just like I haven't seen you in so long I hate that I can't stand here and talk to you I was like yeah I kind of miss you too and um Mm. that was kind of a bummer because I like honestly like he was one of the best managers I've ever had so I would have loved to have had that time to catch up and like let him know everything that's going on but The nice moment was ruined by a lady who cut in front of me to purchase 10 pop figures. And I'm just thinking, thinking, ma'am, it's cold, it's rainy, it's windy, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Do you need 10 pop figures? Do I need this video game? No, not really. But at least I'm not going out and risking myself for pop figures. See, you bought a video game that is probably one of the greatest video games of all time. She did not. (laughs) That's valid. Um, But I have not really purchased anime merchandise in quite a while. Like, I'm trying to think. Other than that, I... You just had some stuff mailed to you. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm dummy with two brain cells right now. Um, Dummy with three Ys. Anyway, so um, my... I don't want to say local because I live like 40 minutes away from it, but it's the nicest one that's near me. And I also live out in the middle of nowhere. So that's kind of like my problem right now. But it's near me. um, Say local anyways. Okay, why not? So it's local to Ryan, um, a hobby shop, and they have a whole room now that they've switched buildings full of Gundams and anime related model kits and i was gonna drive up there the day they posted this on facebook and um 
they got in the Hello Kitty Gundam. They got some more of the Fate Grand Order kits I've been building. Not the one that I'm really dying to get, but she keeps getting pushed back. Um, and I Which one? Got, Which one? Uh, Sakura Saber. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Blue blue Saber. Well, she's blue anyway. I don't know. I'm so she's tired. Like, she's like a darker purplish more than blue no no that's that's no, altered that that um she is the one that has like the blue and white like uh, ninja sort of get up that saber oh um, um, okay <clears throat> yeah and anyway I can, I can feel the people on twitter now going you don't know anything about fate <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but so i got those delivered to me the guy who owns the shop's really nice and um, I messaged him on Facebook and I was like, hey, the uh, guy that works for you that posted this sent me your way. Can you please just send these to me? I don't think I can justify driving 40 minutes out of my way, even though I had planned like this week to go up there to buy groceries because I like going to the Asian market that's kind of in the general vicinity. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll ship them to you. Where are they going? Just call me and give me your credit card info. And I'm like... Oh, thank God. Now I have something to do. Needless <laughs> to say, they went in the pile and I've not opened them yet. But um, he cut me like a percentage off of them. And it was just really nice to kind of have that arrive at the door. And now I really have more things to do. Um, I'm really excited to get those built because all of them, for the most part, are pretty easy to get together. I'm really excited to open the Hello Kitty one because the runners in which the parts are on are shaped like hello kitty heads and um i think that's just a very on brand on brand thing for me i get really jealous seeing people build these like extreme like perfect grade kits that i'm over here like look at my hello kitty <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay i i'm still trying to justify opening that 75 dollar miku that i bought to put together and i just can't because i'm afraid i'm gonna break it so she just sits <laughs> there um but other than I'll that just pace yourself you know just do a little bit at a time and make sure to not you know mash your nippers too hard <laughs> yeah um the ava that's that not I'm, a euphemism <laughs> the Ava that I'm working on, honestly, is probably the most difficult one I've done yet. It has a lot of small pieces, and uh, I keep my fingernails long, so I can't exactly, like, get in there sometimes, so it's been really frustrating, but I've got the legs done. <laughs> That's all that matters. Did you buy um, Unit 1? I did, yeah. Nice. I really want to find a, like, several years ago at a convention I found a unit two and that was Ooh. when I was still like I don't want to build model kits I don't think I'll like it because I'm not patient enough I really wish I would have just like bit the bullet and purchased it and I think it was actually the same guy I bought my Miku kit off of which just shows you like how long some people stay in the game of like selling in the dealer's hall yeah you start to reckon you start to recognize a lot of familiar faces if you've been going to conventions for long enough Yes, oh, I, absolutely. I always think of that one lady with her husband that just have the really long tables with, like, tiers of figures on them, and she always has pre-cure stuff. Yep. And I always, yeah. like, beeline to her whenever I go to a con. But um, other than that, I mean, I ordered a yoga mat, and I ordered a yoga block, because I've been working out for the past, I'm, like, almost a week in, and my body hurts, and I've, I'm tired, and I just want to stop, but I... 
if I don't come out of this quarantine like a beautiful butterfly, what's the point? You know? Big mood. I've been saying the same thing to myself. The last thing I ordered was not anime related, but me and a friend went in together on a Sephora order because I'm like, you know what? Skincare. It's like I ran out of hyaluronic acid. That's important. That's necessary. That is essential. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, practical. I feel bad because, like, I know that technically, like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't buy any makeup. I only bought, like, things for my skin. Um, but I, I just feel really weird, like, not being able to go get a haircut or go get my eyebrows done or anything like that, which normally yeah. is I want a-, a haircut so badly. <laughs> like, for me, that's such a stabilizing part of, like, me feeling in my own body is, like, doing my face every night and getting my hair cut and, you know, you know grooming and, and beauty and, like, not being able to do that because I'm, like, saving money and, like, like everything's clothes has been really like disorientating for me yeah, yeah i'm i'm glad that one of the last things i did before everything shut down was get a haircut because i think if i had to look any more feral than i feel right now i really just don't know what i would do um but the sephora thing reminds me i still have my entire sailor moon color pop collection sitting in the box and i've yet to open that Man, up that thing is so cool it. i've yet to open it up and play with it because like why am I going to do a full face of makeup? I have nowhere to go. But then exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to waste my makeup. But then it's like I'm watching yeah. all these like YouTube videos of people like watch me get ready to go nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. But you know, but you know, speaking of Sephora, Ryan, Tori, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out next week. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one-winged angel, you know, Sephora. That's him, Sephora, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sephora. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, the only thing I've ordered, well, I didn't even order, but um, I posted on Twitter earlier. I don't talk about it a lot, but I really love participating in like the Reddit gift exchanges. And, Those are so um, fun. They are. I I signed up for three this time because I have like a buttload of credits. <laughs> um, and I did cookbooks, anime, and makeup. So uh, my first one came in the mail today and um, based off of what I told the person I enjoyed cooking, they sent me a Japanese pastries book and, like, a general Japanese cookbook, and I'm just like, well, call it what you see, I'm a weeb, I know. <laughs> um, but I was looking through, like, this pastries book is gorgeous, and so many of the things, like, it's kind of a little more advanced than what I've baked before, but I kind of want that challenge, and I think I specified that when I was writing, um the like the ideas to give the person and the note was so funny it was just like hey so normally i'd go to my local bookstore and pick things up like this but you know due to the whole covid situation i couldn't quite do that so i really hope you enjoy amazon <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's um, fair honestly and i think the gift exchange is a really good idea especially during this time 
Exactly. Absolutely. And, um, you know, they do it all the time. It happens multiple times throughout the year. But I think right now, like, um, when I posted that I got my cookbooks, um, I was just like, you know, this is a really rough time. Thank you for doing this and blah, blah, blah. So I hope they get something equally as good. I've not sent out my stuff yet for my people. I'm going to do that within the next week. But um, I hope they get something as equally as good because um, they put a lot of thought into what they sent me. And I'm excited to see what I'm going to get for the other two. So Now, Tori, I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Since it is a Japanese pastries cookbook, does it tell you the proper direction to eat that one thing from Lucky Star? It does not. <laughs> the chocolate cornet? Cornet? No, it does not. Oh, but man. There, we'll never know. There was something in there. Where did I put it? It's actually right here. Hold on. There was something in here that sounded so good to me that I was just like, oh my god, I have to go get the stuff right now to make that. Yeah, when it, when it comes to cooking, when it comes to cooking, I always, I have the problem of, I look at food porn at like 10pm when I'm laying in bed, aka the least likely time for me to actually either write down or get up and go get the ingredients required for this. So I never actually do it, but I always am like, oh my god, that looks delicious, I should definitely make that, and I never do. My friend and I have a Google spreadsheet that we update from time to time with recipes that we find for each other. Please add me. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess what I've been working on right now or doing, like, I haven't bought anything really anime related. Uh, Before everything in the state of North Carolina was shut down, I walked over to my local indie bookstore. I had called them on the phone and ordered a book. Uh, just because I wanted to support them before everything kind of went down. And I bought uh, Why Bowie Matters by Will Brooker, which is a uh, new book that kind of combines biography with academic theoretical writing about David Bowie and his music and kind of what his uh, creative output has, how it has affected popular media and music and culture. Um, I, I've made, like, I'm a good maybe 70 pages in right now, and I've, I've really enjoyed it because I've actually, I've told Austin this before, thought about doing a panel uh, called Bowie in Japan, kind of discussing, like, the symbiotic relationship he kind of had with Japanese culture and, and fashion and art and music. Um, and I, I did go to Lost Ark before they closed, and I'm really hoping they maybe can set up some sort of online ordering system, or at least like a gift card thing, because it wasn't until I went there and bought something that I thought I could have bought a model kit and had something to do while I was stuck inside. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe about two years ago, I had got the Frieza Bandai Dragon Ball Z kit, um, the ones where those are cool. Yeah, the ones that they're already painted and everything. All you have to do is like pop them out of the runners and sand them and put them together. And our friend Jamie helped me do it. And I had thought about getting the cell or the Android seventeen one at some point, but it did not occur to me to look when I went there. And I was like, oh, I gotta buy something. I buy something. You're you're going to close soon. Uh, a t shirt. Fine, we'll go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's been such a weird experience. And like Tori said, like. I, I, I was very tempted today. I went to the, the pharmacy to get some things and I looked at the makeup section and I was like, is there anything here I could like buy? And I thought, well, I'm not going to be going anywhere. Like, why am I going to put on like full, a full face of makeup for nothing? So I'm just going to stick to skincare and hope that like eases the tension in some way. I think I just need to get in the mindset of being like, 
do your makeup, do your hair, get dressed, because that adds some form of normalcy. Normality? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, Normalcy? You got it. Okay, thank you. I found my recipes. I've got lemon and yuzu eclairs and Mm. matcha creme brulee tarts with fresh raspberries and white chocolate cream. I have been looking for every excuse in the book to buy a kitchen blowtorch, and now, in (laughs) this book, I have the excuse to buy a kitchen blowtorch. Yeah, um, Tori's dangerous now. Hell, I agree. I, I agree with that sentiment. It's so hard to justify buying buying a blowtorch just for one recipe. Yeah, they're not they're not as expensive as I thought they would be, and I have been dying to make creme brulee at home because it's one of those things where it's just like kind of expensive when you go to like get it at a restaurant for the size that they give you. Yeah, but you can buy you can make it yourself like so cheap as long as you have the stuff. Exactly. For it. I can make like ninety two creme brulees. I just yeah. gotta get those little mm. those little trivets or whatever they are. Yeah. I'll eat at least ninety one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, markup markup is definitely a thing, especially with like gourmet desserts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. it. Time, labor, materials, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. don't charge me eight dollars for something I'm gonna eat yeah. in two bites. Damn it! There's so many restaurants that have the thing. If it's like, well, we're fancy, and it's like, yeah, but you're giving me chicken nuggets. They shouldn't be twenty dollars per nugget. <laughs> 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 well, I guess in in my realm of the world, I of course, like everyone in this conversation, have picked up and started playing Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was definitely, uh, I am definitely a very recent convert to the cult of Animal Crossing. This is really the first game in the series that I've really sort of gotten into. I was very hesitant to want to do it because, like, I don't know, whenever I sit down to play a video game, like, I'm so conditioned to it being, like, a progressing narrative story. And Animal Crossing is not really that it's more of like you sort of take it at your own pace and you, you do stuff vibe. and you put in you just vibe yeah and like that's not t- typically what i look for in video games like i'm not a huge fan of like sandbox style games but i think what has really helped me get invested in new horizons is a staying at home and needing an outside simulator <laughs> And two, um, of course, sort of, you know, just um, being in the zeitgeist, you know, being in the moment of like, you know, everybody and their mom has Animal Crossing New Horizons. And now I can sort of enjoy the community experience of like watching people make dumb, horrible, terrifying memes on Twitter, uh, especially related to Zipper the Bunny. (laughs) And um and of course, you know, playing it with you guys and like visiting your islands and like hanging out with you guys and, you know, stealing your flowers and bonking you on the head with my net, yeah. you know, that that those small joys are what we really need in these in these tough times. Yeah, we had like a really fun night the other night where it was like, I think myself, Austin, Tori, Tobias and Edwin were all we were all just island hopping over to each other's islands. And Edwin yep. just out of the blue goes, okay, I'm putting a 5,000 bell bounty on myself. The next person to hit me with a bug net <laughs> gets it. And we all viciously chased over him. I wanted to be known that I was the first one to hit him and he never paid me. Yeah. Well, well, I was the second one to hit him <laughs> and he did pay me, but he well, only paid me a hundred bells. Yeah, cheapo. <laughs> That liar. It was still it was still fun, like regardless of whether or not Edwin is a cheapskate, which he is. But um <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
We did come up with a. He did sort of pioneer a very clever way to make Animal Crossing competitive. There's so yeah. many. There's so many people on Reddit and Twitter who are making competitive Animal Crossing. Alpharad is a uh, so wild. Yeah, Alpharad's a Smash YouTuber I follow. He posted a video where he like dug an arena where you like it's filled with like water and stuff and you basically have to like chase each other around to get be the first person to bop the other person on the head and it's the first th it's the first three points and then somebody else made a maze game where they put fake um fake dig uh, dig stamps on the ground and the others were mm. pitfalls and basically it was a maze and you oh. had to be the first to get to the end that's clever yeah, it was really funny Well, you know, speaking of video games, you know, Ryan, one of the things that you do is that you have a video game YouTube channel that you run with Will and Edwin, That's true. two friends of the show that have been on here a couple times and we mention all the time. Uh, I hesitate to call you a gaming YouTuber because I think that makes you sound dirty. Yeah. So <laughs> I like I like to say I like to say Ryan has a gaming YouTube channel because yeah. that sounds clean and nice. Yeah. Um, so okay. how 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 has uh, mid shelf gaming been going? Uh. We put out an episode right as this all was kind of ramping up, and we're we're attempting to work on one right now, but it's a little difficult because, like, 80% of the equipment is all at my place because we do most of the recording and, like, the scripting and everything over here. Mm. So we've had to be a little more independent, and it's not something we've really done before. We've normally done it all, like, together. So we've been, like, chatting over Discord, and we're just like, yeah, so... We want to put out a Final Fantasy episode before uh, 7 comes out just to kind of capitalize on the hype. And mm -hmm. we're like, I don't know if we can, but we're going to try. <laughs> so it's like, it's not yeah. something we've done before. Time's ticking yeah. on that. It's not something we've done before, but like myself, Will, and Edwin have all recorded our individual footage. And pretty much our solution right now is dump it on Drive have me download it because i do the editing and then immediately delete it so we have space again i was about to say right. like phone cameras right now are comparable with some like mildly expensive dslr cameras everything i've ever filmed right now in the past couple years has been shot on my phone and i think looks just as fine well it's not even that it's that there's so much that goes into each episode is we always mm -hmm. do a skit which we're gonna make a joke this time because literally we can't get together to film a skit um mm. we have to record the footage they have to get me the footage they have to they write and record their scripts and get that to me as well now you're now you're, you're meaning like the game capture footage yes. just to be clear yes. yeah and also yeah. sometimes we we share games with each other like if i want to record a game but i don't have it but edwin or will does they loan it to me it's been a lot more difficult to actually do that but in lieu of actually putting out episodes we have like an idea in the back of our minds of like in the future we want to start putting out like smaller episodes of just like single games that only one of us covers just as like little fluff content um mm. so we've been pretty much doing those right now to try to create a backlog instead and we're attempting to do final fantasy but we're not really sure it's gonna happen mm. well even if you release it after seven remake comes out it's not like it's not also gonna get watched right right and that's the thing is like we're trying to get it done now but if it doesn't then we're not like 
broken up about it, but we're like, we'll definitely do better if we do it now. Well, what you should have done is like the third impact anime podcast where they did an episode on advent children like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember why we jumped the shark maybe a little bit on that one. Yeah, I don't know why we did that so long ago. I think it was tied to a big like E3 announcement surrounding I think it was act- seven remake. Yeah, I think it was the the release date trailer. I think that might have been it. Yeah. yeah. Plus that movie's yeah. just really good. <laughs> it is. It's a solid movie. It's great, you know, Final Fantasy 7 fan service and it's 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 uh yeah, it's it's pretty solid, but you know I'm super biased because I have a lot of nostalgia for that movie. It's it was a very big part of my early anime fandom. It's not for mine, so I have no shame in saying that I really enjoy that movie. All right, there you go. Yeah, but other than like other than like mid shelf back uh, backlog, I bought a ton of like hobby material right before the uh, the storm happened. Mm. Um, I bought a bunch of like minifigures from amazon that i'm intending to like learn how to paint minifigures i also bought three lego kits and i I bought a puzzle (laughs) the the puzzle is actually a really funny story because i actually bought that after and it's a kingdom hearts puzzle that has like nine different different murals all in one and i posted it on my twitter.com and um i finished that last night but the funny thing is one of my light bulbs went out and i didn't want to go out to buy a light bulb so i bought one off amazon the puzzle that I ordered after the light bulb from Amazon Japan came before my light bulb came. Well, probably because we're in that whole, unless you order something essential, we're going to take like two weeks to ship it, whether you have Prime or not. Well, yeah, but I ordered from Amazon Japan a puzzle for a video yes, game but series. I don't think they're under that same condition as we are. Like, their Amazon is not under the same yeah. condition. It was just funny to me. This is just my assumption, but I assume that probably, regardless of it being Amazon Japan, that doesn't necessarily mean that their warehouses are in Japan. So it, it could be that, you know, that puzzle will ship from somewhere here in the States. I don't know that for sure but it's possible that's what i'm thinking it's just like when you look at it like side by side it's kind of funny to me mm-hmm. yeah no it's definitely funny that way yeah. i mean uh my uncle one time ordered from a uh ordered something from a uk company and their actual warehouse was located maybe like two hours from him oh. and he was just like hey can i just drive to your warehouse and pick it up so y'all don't have to you know like mail it to me and they said uh no we cannot do that because that is not how our system works (laughs) it was was very funny because it had to be mailed to the united kingdom and then mailed back to him oh god yeah that's that's bad shipping is weird shout out to bill's brother kind of approaching our 45 minute mark here so is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we adjourn this episode of kotatsu corner i would just like to say 
and I am never shy about talking about this, and I have multiple times during the many episodes we've done. Um, If you are struggling with mental health, and I know that's a big thing right now for a lot of us, and um, me being an introverted person, I thought I could handle this pretty easily, but it's starting to kind of grate on me now. I've not been to work in almost four weeks, Um, I'm not sure when my job's going to open back up. I'm not sure if I'm even going to have a job after this. I really, really hope so, um, because I am enjoying my new job very much. Um, Now is the time to rest. Now is the time to find a positive distraction for yourself, whether it's reading, drawing, working out, um, sleeping. I've been doing that quite a lot. watch a soft movie, watch a soft show, DM me, I'll watch Precure with you, it's fine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, just take it easy. I know that's easier said than done right now, and I feel like with all this COVID stuff, I feel like I'm in this limbo of, am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? What's the, like, what is the appropriate amount of acting that I should be doing right now? But... I'm just trying to not stress myself out because I know what I can do and that's, you know, minimizing my outside time, washing my hands, trying not to be in as much contact with people I know who are high risk and it's kind of difficult because I'm a higher risk. I have a high risk family member and I can't not go out and buy groceries or I can't not go out and, you know, get my medication. So, um... If you guys want to get out of the house anytime soon, please, 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 please just stay in and don't go out unless you really need something. If anything, just go for a drive and then come yes, home. Yes, that, that has been my one saving grace. Like um, when I was with Austin a few weeks ago, I just looked at him and I was like, let's just go drive around town and just yep. see what's up. And that helped. Um, every other it day, did. every other day now that I'm back home, like I'll just get in my car. Dunkin' Donuts is still open. Thank you, but you should be getting hazard pay. Um, yep. yeah. I'll get a coffee and, you know, tip them really well. But like, even if you don't go and do anything like that, just getting in your car, getting out and walking, ride your bike, ride your hoverboard. I don't know, man. Do kids <laughs> still have those? Just get outside. Great Scott, Marty. Yeah, sit outside on your front porch, sit in your yard, like, as soon as the pollen goes away, like, I'm pulling our chairs out of the garage, and I'm sitting on the deck and reading a book. That's, yeah, the pollen is the mm -hmm. one thing that's been preventing me from just setting up my Eno outside and just working in a hammock. Yeah, um, (laughs) it, it was so bad last week that I went outside, and I could feel my chest seizing, like, I just could not breathe, because it was so bad, but, anyway, someone else. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, it's been really difficult for me. I'm doing a lot better. Like, I think for two weeks I was basically like, I don't think this is real. This is, I, I went through, like, the stages of grief. Um, <laughs> and I, I literally just... You're not alone, I, man. I, I, You're not alone. I sort of laid in bed for two weeks, like, is it even worth it? Like, are we being punished? And I, I had a therapy session, a video therapy session, um yesterday with my therapist and one of the big things for me like I sort of frame everything and this is kind of unhealthy as am I doing the morally upright thing like am I if I walk outside just to take a walk am I like endangering someone's life am I making this just last longer for the rest of us 
Uh, you horrible, horrible criminal. Yeah. Are you sneezing or breathing on them? No, like, like every time I, I have pollen allergies, so every time yeah. I have like a sniffle, <laughs> I, I look to make sure no one's around me because they're going. I feel like they're going to jump out and yell at me. Um, it's like no, it's just the pollen. I know, I can tell. Um, but like, really, there's only so much that we as individuals can do. I think what we should do is look to the places where we can do something like the the reuse center that I volunteer for the owner has started producing kits for the like plastic mask covering things for doctors um and I might I mean I don't have that Dragon Ball Z kit but maybe instead of like making a freaking like cell figure for myself I could actually like go and start making these masks because if you have sewing skills she had it where you could make the actual like cloth mask, but since I don't know how to sew, the the the, the plastic masks are apparently just you just have to staple them. Um, but like doing something like that, like looking to like where you can find the small comforts where you can. Like there's this drag queen Coco Peru who I I love, and she started doing every day where she uh, just films talking about like taking you know, taking account of the small things in life that we should be appreciating. Um, and I, I found those really therapeutic. Like, she just has a very relaxing voice as her just either talking about things she's done in her career or, like, like one time she took out a, a photo of her parents and said, okay, this is a small thing in my life that really I should be taking more appreciation towards. And I have a photo... Aww. Um, of my grandmother that I've had ever since she passed and I have it right up here on my desk with my Sailor Moon figure that Austin and Tori gave me for my birthday like three years ago and I have the photo of all of us at Amazement last year and a photo of me and other Austin who was my best friend who I mentioned frequently on the podcast me and him together outside of San Diego Comic Con we took a photo because we never get to really see each other and I have it at my desk, and every day I look at it while I do schoolwork, and, like, something as small as that really helps me feel centered in my life and reminds me of the sort of things that we're kind of pushing forward and kind of, like, fighting for. <laughs> like, really, do it for them! Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's been what's helped me a lot, and just kind of also thinking about the future, like... I AZ is cancelled and I had thought about like okay well maybe AWA maybe that'll be like I'll just put all my resources and time and energy into AWA but even that's looking like who knows how long this now, is going to a- last. will happen if AWA doesn't happen then we're, we have a lot bigger problems than like cons being cancelled if AWA gets cancelled I mean here's the thing <laughs> point. I, I've been talking to people and like some people say this might last 18 months like this might be a year um, the thing that I'm hearing about it, and I don't want people to, like, panic, is w- literally nobody knows, because this has never happened before. Right, and here's why I'm saying, like, I'm taking this as, people have said, we are living asynchronously, asynchronously. Um, like, we are living out of time, time is out of joint, and that's very distressing for us, but, like, reframing that is okay. For those of us who have the privilege, like, right now, I don't have to physically go to work uh, nor does Austin nor does Tori and from what it sounds like all of us are relatively like none of us have to worry about where our next meal is going to come from if we can pay our bills 
and like for those of us in this place of privilege like taking this moment to really reflect on that and like look inwardly and how we can do better in our own lives but also like what can we do to give back to people who do have like bill's brother who, who do have to work people who are out of work people who don't know what's going to happen like giving the small businesses giving the charities doing the good that we can i think that's very centering mm-hmm. like as much as it is like yeah i have a shelf full of books i can read yeah that's great but what can i also take this time where i do not have to focus as much on like school or work to give back to people who they do not have that luxury yeah, y'all have said some great stuff, and I anything I would say would just be an echo. So I'll say that from my perspective, the one, the, at least the bare minimum, one thing that you can do is something that Tori taught me just the other week, and that's to make your bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been doing <laughs> listen, that. Listen, making your bed and then going to take a shower and then getting in your freshly made bed is the... Mm best sensation in the world and it's just like an instant brain mood lifter i'm telling you Mm -hmm. it sounds so stupid but i promise you go make your bed go take a hot shower put on your comfy whatever you sleep in or not and then get in bed (laughs) or not (laughs) tori Tori just side-eyed me through the internet (laughs) (laughs) i mean i won't go into detail but i've not worn a bra in three weeks and let me tell you how freeing that is i i have attended i have basically learned i've attended class in my pajamas except for the fact like I have oh, literally. Yeah. There you go. We, I, I'm very glad that we're doing virtual classes because it's very sent. Like it's like, oh, it feels normal. Like I could not not do a class. Um, but mm. I have also like had on my cotton like sort of basketball short pajama pants and then like a like buttoned up shirt on top of that and like you know none of these people know. It's good. <laughs> no, today we had a meeting. Um, my boss has been holding like two days a week he's been holding like check-ins just to see how we're doing and make sure like everybody's okay and able to like continue working yeah and, my boss as well yeah so today we had like a we had a zoom meeting because everybody's using zoom now and um everybody else has their camera on and they're just like ryan why don't you turn on your camera and i was like oh you don't want to see what's behind that <laughs> <laughs> like, my my hair is so unruly now because i haven't had a haircut in a really long time and i was due for one around the time that they closed down so i have mm. got like devil horns at this point and like i just <laughs> i look like a greasy mess and i'm like i really just want a haircut just don't make me turn on my camera please <laughs> devil ryan hair baby yeah yeah uh well ryan do you have anything to add before because i've got one more thing that i want to do before we end but do you have anything you'd like to add i do i just want to echo the sentiment of take care of yourself and you know if you need help ask for it but also we are in a very rare time where as bad as everything is you have been gifted with such a golden opportunity to try something that you have been saying you would try when you have the time for years like, yeah, I'm uh, already halfway to the millennial experience. I'm on a podcast. Yeah. I just got to learn how to make sourdough. Yeah, I've been talking like <laughs> I've been talking about painting figures for God knows how long, just because I think it would be cool. And now I'm actually like sitting down and doing it. And I I turned off my screens last night and did a puzzle. Like, it, it felt so refreshing to do something out of my norm that like yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You go watch some YouTube video of some hobbyist, find something that you think looks cool, and go try it. Like, yeah. you have the time. Amazon is still delivering. It might take a little bit longer, but you'll get your stuff by the time this, you know, before this ends. So you will have the time. Just do something new. You will not regret it. Yeah. I will I will temper that with this. Creativity, not productivity. I, I, yes. I yes. hate yes. every person who, who talks about being on the grind or, like, on the hustle or, like, how are you making your money? I think they should all have their heads cut off. Um, every single <laughs> I mean, person, as soon as someone like, goes on Twitter and says, like, I'm trying to, like, own my own house by 30 and I'm doing the hustle and the grind, like, I'm doing this, I'm productive, I'm, I think that we should, as a society, round them all up and cut their heads off. Because, like, every person who is, I'm very, so, I'm very, right, like, well, I guess I'm the first through the guillotine then. I, I, I exaggerate, but it's just like I yeah. find that personality trait, like that whole like I'm looking for every single opportunity to make a buck. Like I find yeah. it very exhausting and also very inhuman because I think the whole reason mm-hmm. we're on this planet is to have a good time. Like I yeah, came down, I came out to have a good time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. Um, yeah, you don't you don't I, have I, I, to you don't have to go crazy with productivity right now. Like obviously be yeah. be productive because you'll feel like, you know, waste if you don't. But also don't feel like you have to be productive every second of every day because there's going to be a lot of minutes where you're just sitting at home. Let me put it to you right. this way. Gwyneth Paltrow, who I think we should revoke. Nope. We should nope. revoke. We should revoke her human license. Um, <laughs> she said, "You should use this time to write the great American novel." And I say as someone who does nothing but study great American novels, um, one some are okay. not that great. <laughs> you know. Gwyneth Paltrow is also currently being some... sued for selling products that yeah. Are carcinogens. Nope. Some, uh, <laughs> so, some some great American novels are just American novels. Let me, yeah. let me get to my point, though. Well, I have two points. One, never listen to any advice Gwyneth Paltrow ever gives you at, on anything. Two, Seconded. Two, okay, don't write the great American novel, but if you want to write, write for you. Like, don't worry about, can I publish this? No, don't worry. Just... Just write. Just bake your bread. Don't worry about, am I baking this the best bread? Am I maximizing my bread input? No, just bake your bread. Paint your figures. <laughs> Watch your show. Read your book. Just do it for the, the sheer joy of doing it. If you enjoy singing but you know you have you can't carry a tune, who cares? Just sing. The world is burning. Sing. Write. Create. Enjoy it. Like, but if you can't carry a tune, tell me before you start singing so I can put on my noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> I will also Important say, note. lastly, and I promise this is the last thing I'll say, like, one thing... It better be. One, <laughs> thing I, one thing I see a lot of people, like, retweeting and talking about now is that Mr. Rogers quote, look for the helpers. But if you're like us, an adult, like an actual adult, and you live on your own all that, like, maybe instead of looking for the helpers, look for ways to be a helper like look for things you can support while in quarantine and that doesn't just mean Mm -hmm. giving them your money like i said my old boss she has hung kits to make masks at her house and i'm probably gonna go get one and make a few masks because it's literally the least i can do yeah okay okay guys the episode is over (laughs) now (laughs) now one final thing 
I want everybody to go around the table, tell folks one anime that they should check out uh, since they're at home and they've got time to watch stuff. For me, I will say, go watch Barakamon. I will say, go watch Assassination Classroom. It is currently still airing, and you will have to use alternative means to access it, but I am going hard for the newest season of Precure. Healing good Precure, because they're literally fighting an infection. Oh my god. (laughs) Timely. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I would have to say, even though we just did a podcast about it, go watch Azoken, because I think it's going to be one of those series that... Um, will define the year, and I think if we're lucky, it might define the decade. I think it's just that good. That's a bit yep. premature for the first year of the decade, but all I right. Agree. I mean, it is, it is that good. Yeah, it is very good. Everything Yuasa mm-hmm. has ever made has been pretty dang good. Um, I hope he enjoys his retirement, and uh, Unyoung Choi is going to be a fantastic president of Science Saru. Yeah, I can already see it, but um. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. Thank you, listeners, for tolerating us sort of rambling for an hour or so here on our first episode of Kotatsu Corner from the Third Impact Anime Podcast. I've been Austin, your host, and if you want to talk to me more about anime crap or whatever, you can find me over on Twitter at BebopShock. You can also join our community Discord, uh, the Third Impact Anime Community Discord, uh, and you can where we, you know host some watch parties where we talk about anime video game and other things related to similar uh over in our discord and you can find the link to that over on our website thirdimpactanime.com just go to the top bar and there will be a uh, little link that says join our discord and that's how you can uh come in there so yeah come hang out with us yeah (laughs) this has been tori obviously I've been on how many episodes now? Um, you can follow me over on Twitter at WorstWaifu. Um, I'm currently just talking about how tired I am all the time. So you're not missing much right now. Yeah, and I'm Sully. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Calvacun. That is C-A-L-V-A underscore K-U-N. I uh, mostly just talk about random things that happen in my life. Uh, uh yeah, so follow me there, and you can also find me on Instagram under the same username, just without the underscore. I post pictures of my anime figure collection now that I can't go outside and take pictures of anything else. And I've been Ryan. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at MidshelfRyan. Um, I, you can see the picture I posted of my Kingdom Hearts puzzle there. Also, as Austin mentioned, I have a YouTube channel, Midshelf Gaming. There's no hyphen between mid and shelf. All right, y'all, you heard it from us. Go take a relaxation. Go make your bed. Go watch some anime. Be good to each other. Have a good night. Wash your hands. Stay inside and read a book. <laughs>